0: This is episode 193 of The Twim Show. I'm your host Sajid and this is the first episode of 2024 and today we are going over the notable news and updates from the week of January 1st through January 5th 2024. First up we have uh, an announcement or uh, update to the announcement that we have covered in the past where Google has actually begun to turn off third party cookies for 1% of the chrome users now this this update was covered in i believe some episode of you know, the Twim show in December or could be end of November. But either way, uh, I di- and we did cover that, you know, Google is going to do it in January, but I just didn't expect Google to do it starting January 4th. Remember, January 1st was a holiday. So second, third, uh, that's Tuesday, Wednesday, and uh, Thursday is when this thing turned out. Now, you would say... Hey, Sajid, 1% is very little, but keep in mind 1% means roughly 30 million people. So that's a big number globally. Now, you know, the thing you need to be aware of, and you need to do, is that uh, you need to start moving away from uh, third-party cookies and start using either first-party cookies or server-side tracking, something like that. The impact of this removal uh, is fully is is yet to be fully realized, uh, but you know it's clear that you need to be ready for a cookieless future. Uh, and what is third-party cookies? I believe you know this, but third-party cookies have traditionally provided vital insights for targeted advertising. With their removal, Google will categorize users into anonymized topic listing, allowing brands to target subset of users, but without the granular data previously available. Uh, this change is expected to, to le- uh, is expected to lead to less effective advertising campaigns and consequence consequently, Reduce revenue for web publishers. It also signifies uh, increased cost for businesses in targeting ads. Uh, Okay, for a business owner or for you, this may, you know, represent a significant challenge and opportunity depending on how you look at it. Um, Other than that, uh, we shall stay, I guess, tuned in and see how this works out. Okay, next up. Uh, is there was a interesting post on Reddit on why you should and should not buy a DA and DR service from providers such as uh, Fiverr or upwork things like that now if you're not familiar with what da or dr is da stands for domain authority and dr stands for domain rating this is a metric that was developed solely by Aref, which is a you know third party product company and again you know and this was something that happened recently and google's uh, search advocate john miller also commented and he kind of said you know hey it might work for a short term spammy uh websites and you might get some short-term success but it's not gonna really be helpful now you could say sajid why are you covering this well i'm covering this because uh, i've i've seen this again and again where in the seo community business owners and some seo professionals are pushing hey we're going to create backlinks and we're going to get your da dr up number over 50 because the higher the number the better it is and i think the highest you can get is 100. now this is and you should look at the show notes if you really want to go deep dive into it because you know there were like a lot of um comments from in the reddit community on why it is not a good idea it's such a bad idea and in fact if anything it can actually penalize you some of the things that has really come up are toxic backlinks which are basically backlinks uh, backlinks that are provided by the service uh, services or service providers are usually flagged by search engine algorithms uh, and they are basically going to create more issues and the uh, other thing is they have no r- impact on rankings and that's something, you know, it's not a Google metric. It's just some metric that AREF came up and they're kind of, you know, it serves AREF's purpose. The people who are selling it, it serves their purpose. The people who are doing it, it serves their purpose. It does not serve you any good. I want to leave this right here and kind of move on. Uh, all I will tell you is, um, you know, DADA service, it's not worth it. You know, focus on creating high value content in a helpful content and you know you will just get the links Um, you'll just surface on search results that's all I want to say Okay, next up is that, you know, revamping your website without uh, without losing SEO is kind of a tricky. Again, it depends on what you are doing, right? And this was something that came up uh, from, this came up, uh, actually, it came from John Mueller during uh, this uh, latest Google Office Hour, which actually happened the end of December. Uh, and, you know, what it basically means, like, look, it could mean a lot of things. It could mean revamping your site could mean as little as maybe changing the color of the buttons or moving a little bit element, little buttons here and there, things like that, or it could actually mean picking up the site from one uh, server to another server. It could mean anything. So, you know, what? but all it boils down to is, look, you need to really start uh, creating a plan. You need to do a, in a current state as well as a, a future state, and you need to map all these things. And it's quite involved. What Mueller advises, and I agree with him, is that you know you should actually work with an SEO professional, a trusted, reputable, competent uh, SEO professional, because uh, there are quite a few SEO professionals out there who do not know what they're doing, and they're just gonna like you know milk you uh, or take you for a ride. And remember, go, let's go back, think about the DADR DR service. A lot of SEO professionals are selling that service, the backlink service. They may not say hey, we're gonna do. Uh, DADR, or may they might say we're going to create backlinks and we're going to increase your DADR, but they're just basically sna- uh, snake oil salesmen. So same way, uh, but what I agree with Mueller over here is that, you know, work with someone reputable, trusted, competent, and, you know, you can uh, basically do this mapping and see what is involved. Now, you know, it might be like a couple of thousand dollars, but it's w- money well spent. That is if you have a good, big size, decent size. Uh, or if you're just moving servers, that's fine. The other things that you can do on your own is you can crawl the website using tools like Screaming Frog to crawl. If for me, and if I was doing it, I can usually write a wget and I can just follow an index and you know bring the whole site down. Uh, it's just me being technical and being a technical marketer. I can do that. You can always create a backup. You can find broken links. You can use link checkers to do that. Uh, you can stage the new website and somewhere else, and you can just again do link checking and make sure everything is working every uh, all the there are no broken links and the redirects are working and things like that so there are quite a few things you can do again as i go deeper into it you can see how big uh, it can get again depending on the changes you're making uh, so you know unfortunately there is no one size fits all but this is a good time uh, it's a new year a lot of you might be thinking of updating your website this year this is a good time for you to start actually talking to an seo professional if you don't want to you know jump right into it by yourself, which you should not be because you have a business to run and not really focus on marketing or handling the migration of your website. Okay, with that, let's jump to the next update is that uh, the importance of our website's homepage in the eyes of Google. This came from episode 66 of the Search of the Record podcast. This is a podcast from Google's uh, Gary Elias and uh, John Mueller. So what happened? In the early days, obviously, home pages had like a lot of uh, importance because of that was the main page from where you had other links. And over time, that kind of lost uh, its luster and people moved into more like the inner pages, the inner pages, the p- pillar pages who had more um, value. However, and that was kind of pushed by other SEO professionals as well. Again, this is not my 2024 theme where I'm going to take a swipe at all SEO professionals out there, but it just happened. Over the years. Now, in this episode, Gary Illes is basically saying that look, I cannot speak for other search engines, but obviously, from Google's perspective, the homepage is the most important page on the site. Right? That's what he said, quote unquote. And if you don't believe me, I have the link to the transcript as well as the link to the episode. You can listen for yourself. That is exactly what he said. So, this statement is significant for business owners as it implies that Google pays special attention to the homepage for indexing and understanding a website structure. Mueller echoed this sentiment, noting that Google uses the homepage as a starting point for crawling and gauging the importance of other pages. He explained that pages linked directly from homepages are often considered more important, influencing their weight in search results. This renewed focus on the homepage does not negate the value of inner pages, but highlights the homepage's role as a gateway to the rest of the site. For business owners, this means ensuring that a homepage is not only well-designed and user-friendly, but also strategically links to key inner pages. This approach can enhance the visibility and ranking of your website in Google search results. Okay, I hope that's what uh, uh, that was helpful. Let's go to the next update. Uh, the next update is again. This is something we have covered in the past. It has come up ag- again. It's just that can I have a brand? Uh, can I have let me see? What is it called? Uh, let me see Do, keyword domain name, right? Can I have keyword domain name? Like in a swimming right? That's a keyword. You are selling swimming trunks. Can I have that see? And that post has been deleted on Reddit, but again, I'm bringing it up. I have a screenshot, which is here. If you're watching it on YouTube, you can see the screenshot, it's on this thing right now on my screen. But let's go back uh, to my show notes. And what basically saying Miller is against it, right? Again, it could depending on your long term vision, and long term strategy, if that's all you want to sell swimming pants, swimming trunks, that's fine, it will work. But it does not necessarily give you any extra SEO boost, right? Any SEO points, anything like that having swimming trunks. So while you might be able to you know, get away if that's all you're going to sell, like diapers.com, that's all they sell. But you know, but Mueller is saying you're going to get boxed in. You cannot really move into other areas and you might be able to. Or Zappos.com, but Zappos was still just known for shoes and it was a kind of a Zappos, right? Um, but which was again bought by Amazon. But if you had diapers.com, they were only boxed into diapers until Amazon bought them. So. It all comes down to long-term growth and online presence and what you want to do. However, coming back, maybe it might help people to remember on top of their mind, flowers.com is flowers, right? But there are no extra SEO points uh, or you won't rank higher just because you have flowers.com, diapers.com or swimmingtrunks.com is what it is coming back from Mueller. Okay, I hope that helps. Let's go to probably, is this the last one of this week? Yeah, no, second to last. Uh, so Facebook has this new link history feature uh, for targeting uh, targeted advertising. What basically it does is then updated app for Apple as well as iOS, which is Apple and Android. Whenever you click a link within the Facebook app, Facebook is going to keep tabs on that link as if Facebook didn't, because in the past they had, but now it's basically storing it differently. Because why I say as if they didn't is because, remember, most websites have this Facebook pixel, uh, except for probably ours and a few others. But anyway, um, what happens is when you click on it, Facebook already knew that you visited, but now Facebook is going to build this list, and they're going to keep that list for 30 days. And they're going to keep track of all the lists you have visited and the links you've created, Link you have visited, links you have interacted with uh, within the Facebook app. How can Facebook do it? Because when you click on the link, you'll see it opens up a new window and it's quite easy technically to track it. It's going to do it. Uh, What you can do is you can turn it off if you're concerned about privacy and Facebook is going to clean up everything, uh, all the data. And on the other hand, if you are a business owner, it's helpful because now you have more data that you are not going to have because of third-party, because of the cookie list Cookieless future, as well as third-party, you know, uh, prevent, tracking prevention that's there in Apple devices and all these things that are rolling out. Okay, uh, that's all you need to know about this update. But if you want to really read about it, check out the show notes. The last update of this week is, and this is not really an update, but it's just something that showed up in financial times, is that the cost of LinkedIn ads have gone up now that a lot of advertisers have moved away from the platform X, which used to be known as Twitter. That's all. And they're saying in some cases it has gone up by 30%. Uh, Well, it is bound to happen. uh, But at the same time, the other thing you need to know about is that probably uh, X is cheaper. If your users are out there, you want to test it out, this is a good, good time. And this is something I've covered back in the day when there was a mass exodus of advertisers from X. And I said, you know what, hey, maybe this is a good time to go back to X because there's a lot of, you know, Advertisers living, so it might be cheaper. Whether it works or not, you have to try it out for your brand. Obviously, this is why you need to have a CMO type person and a uh, you know senior level person, even if you are a small business, who can actually guide you and who can help you hire the right person and kind of test this water out. And maybe it's worth spending a thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars to do an experiment, right, Uh, and see if it really yields any results or not. Because if costs are going to continue to go up on LinkedIn then you need to find other options or you could go to Facebook, but the costs are higher there. Maybe you have to try YouTube and so forth. Uh, For that, with that, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. This is Sajid signing off until next week. Take care. Bye-bye.